Yo. Yo, wait. What? We should talk about the finals because Steph Curry and the Warriors ended up taking the lead. And I don't give a fuck about your headphones. <laughs> I. Sound good? Fair. I mean, I lost my headphones this weekend. That's about it. I ordered new ones, but yeah. I lost my headphones. Yeah, so Brian is a headass and we know this. gifted headphones from his aunt and uh, goes and proceeds to immediately lose them. Dude, I brought, so them, now, I brought them to a baseball game. They were in my raincoat pocket because I was going to listen to music while I was warming up. <laughs> it started raining. Well, it didn't start raining. It kind of drizzled a little bit. And then by the time the doubleheader was done a couple hours later, it was like sunny as hell. So I just completely forgot I brought a raincoat. Yeah, so uh, Brian no longer owns those headphones. I, I he's currently wearing I used big um, headphones to the gym. Yeah, it's not fun, but I used uh, some graduation money to order new headphones, and I got Sony WF one hundred XM four earbuds on the way. Very exciting. Yo, Jason Tatum is reminding me a lot of Paul George, just with a better three point shot. Like, because don't you remember when PG was, like, young? He was just, like, an extremely good slasher. Mm-hmm. I think he was a little flashier than Tatum and a little more athletic, but it's really impressing me what Tatum's able to do. And even though they're down now, like, the Celtics look really good and the Warriors look really good. So the finals are really exciting. Definitely check into no, the I straight NBA up, I straight up think it's well. over. I think it's over. Yeah, I think so too. I like I think the Warriors should take it in the next game, but that's just my opinion. I got one thing to say. What? Game six clay. <laughs> You're so right. Game, you are so right. Game six clay. Clay's about to drop like forty one and Curry's gonna combine with another like thirty piece and they win the finals. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Bet on it now. I, I don't know about that. I don't think you can win much money betting on it now. But moral yeah, of the story no. is always remember your rain jacket when your headphones are in them. Hey, yo, welcome back to the High Kicks podcast. What's good, Carl? Finger guns, finger guns, finger guns. You know the vibe. Uh, we doing well. Uh, got to see a little bit of basketball today, so it was nice. I didn't really watch. I was playing Pokemon instead. Bro, the finals? The, because this game was actually like the deciding game. Yeah, but... Like, it was 2-2. Dude, I've been, I know, but I've been watching the College World Series, and I've been vibing with baseball lately. That is fair. Yeah, yeah. So, obviously, we got no club footy to talk about. Well, we'll have a little bit of it when we get into just start brief little transfer talk transfers but for starters the nation's league has been very confusing yes like if you had to guess in a group with denmark croatia france and austria who would be on the top and bottom of that group well obviously obviously what you got France has to be on top, but we we know that's not the case right now. No, they're dead. Like, they're we dead wouldn't last. be talking they're, about they're it dead, otherwise. They're dead last. Yeah. They're dead last. It's weird. Um, two draws, two losses. Denmark's actually playing really well. Yes. 
Denmark's playing extremely well. So I'm really surprised about that. Croatia's playing well, but not the greatest that we've seen Croatia play. And Austria has played a little better than what I expected. Yeah. But France is just crapping the bed. Yeah. I actually, I think Austria has been playing really well. They started with a 3-0 win against Croatia, which is big. Yeah, but since then, they've sort of fallen off a little bit. That's fair. I mean, they're kind of outmatched in this group. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not saying it's like a big, oh, wow, like that's definitely not going to happen. Yeah. But yeah, well, moving on from just this group, group one. Yeah. Um, what you got? Honestly, Germany and England. It, the, England this... is surprising me, except for the only issue with the like why France is worse is because yeah. Denmark has nine points, so France is like screwed. Um, yeah, exactly. Italy's not England, playing well at all. England is a win and an Italy loss, and then like a draw from the other two, which is kind of not really that crazy to think about. No, not at all. But honestly, this is a super competitive group right mm-hmm. now. And I'm not trying to say, oh, yeah, everyone's just playing bad. Because, of course, England should be playing better. Germany should be playing a little better. Hungary's playing extremely well. Yep. And Italy's playing whatever because they're sort of trying to throw pieces here and there despite leading the group. Um, it, It's just really interesting to see some of these teams do this because what who expected this and we see like netherlands top of the group with belgium and poland and wales of course that's but i expect netherlands to be there yeah exactly i expect netherlands to be within the top two no i I expected them to be on top crazy it was crazy the win against belgium and just the the way that they're continuing it but i still expected the netherlands to be on top i did too I'm surprised in the way they're on top, though. That's fair. That's the biggest surprise. That is fair. Ukraine being on top. Thank God. Uh, that's really hype for them. Oh, in, in, but, in um, B? Yeah, in, in Group B, but not, we not, won't get not, into that not group too much. B, League B. Yeah, League B might be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that was... But, okay. Yeah, but... uh. For group two, our last group to talk about, we, of course, have Spain and Portugal leading the group. They're both playing extremely well right now. And then we have the Czech Republic and Switzerland following behind. I don't know. Portugal didn't play too well against Switzerland. Yeah, but besides that. Yeah, besides that. Like, that's what I mean. I think they're still going to go through completely fine. And I think Spain's going to go through. Only Only one goes through, my guy. Oh. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, this, I'm a bot. This is the so, Nations League. It's the yeah, winners no, of each group. Rock, paper, scissors between the two of them. Fair. <laughs> Fair. Fair. So we're going to move on. Um, another ticket to the World Cup was punched. In Congratulations to... A great manner. Yes, yes, in a great manner. Congratulations to the Australian national team. Who have my yes, favorite my my favorite nickname of any national team? And the, do you do you, do you know what their nickname is? I always forget it. 
Honestly. They are the Socceroos. Like kangaroos, but Socceroos. <laughs> <laughs> but this 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 was an upset. I'm not gonna lie. Um, Peru. No, this w- actually was a massive upset. Peru has an extremely Peru's- pulverizing attack when they get into mm-hmm. a really good momentum. So. Congrats to Australia. They were really able to stop that dude, and dude, play dude, a good game. Dude, dude, dude. The Australian manager subbed out their goalkeeper in the 120th minute and put in a penalty specialist who saved two. He saved one or Damn. he saved one or he saved two. Damn. I don't remember. All I know is my coworker Eduardo, who is Peruvian at work, he is going to be very pissed about this, and I'm going to rub it in his face, and he's going to be really pissed, and it's going to be really funny. Yeah, you should just walk in and be like, good eye, mate. He literally was talking about like taking off work to like go to the World Cup and everything. So now he's like, <laughs> like, bro, this man has been planning, and I just feel so bad. Oh I feel so God. bad. That's brutal. That's brutal. That's brutal. Dude, that's like, so in the College World Series, <laughs> no, hear me out, hear me out. East Carolina was five outs away, up eight, yeah. eight to two on Texas. Five outs away from finally punching their ticket to the College World Series. Mm-hmm. Texas came back won that game, and then won the next game. One in three, and eliminated East Carolina. They won the game three, like, 10-2, or 10-something, or after, like, a four-and-a-half-hour weather delay in the first inning. Damn. Yeah. 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 Well. <laughs> but Peru really kind of should have won this, but congrats to Australia. Yeah. The Socceroos. It's an amazing name. I love it. I love it. Congrats for the nickname. We're going to move on to more pressing matters for us, at least. So The U.S. men's national team. So the U.S. team, pretty good form right now. I'm, like, not going to lie. Yeah. I w- I, so, like, we're in good form. No, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Who we are. So a 3-0 win against Morocco. Yeah, no. I, I, I pe- That was great. That was great. Brennan, yeah. Brennan Aronson's goal, great. Weah's goal, good. Haji Wright's goal, penalty. Yep. I just Bro, I feel bad the five for five nil win against Granada. Dude, I wanted to talk about that. Jesus, that was he, Jesus Ferreira. Yeah. Four goals. Yeah. Like. What do you think their ceiling is at the World Cup? I think I, I don't want to like because of the pieces in the midfield alongside McKinney. I don't know how deep they're actually able to go in terms of some of against some of these other sides who are very dominant within the midfield. Okay, But 
when we're pressing against other sides within the tournament, I definitely think we could make it to like the round of 16 and depending on the group, of course that we're put in or the groups are ASAP, but yeah, like the groups are set. Um, yeah, our group is set, like, set. It's us, England, Wales. And yeah, I think our group's manageable. Yeah. Us, England, Wales, and Iran. Yeah, yeah, we're in a very manageable group, so I we definitely are. think we should be in the conversation for top two. I think going so, through, and then I think after we, if we go through. Yeah. I mean, so if we were to go through, I think. play. It would definitely depend on matchup then. Hold on, I'm going to try and figure that out real quick. So Yeah, because. So we would either play. 2b if we were to win our group okay, so oh wait no no we're, we're 2b sorry 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 we're b no playoff so we would either play if we won b so we'd play 2a or 1a which consists of no what? wait we're 2a my bad i'm dumb i'm so <laughs> dumb <laughs> give me a second Give me, oh no 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 we're right that's right that's right one B I'm no putting Brian under pressure and I just see the gears turning shut up Jesus. no no I was right the first time I was right the first time so one B yeah. the winner of B which could be us plays yeah. the second place in A or the winner of A plays the second place in B which could be us so we could play a combination of the Netherlands. Ecuador, Qatar, and Senegal. So if we win our group, Senegal or Netherlands. Yeah. So if we, what I'm guessing, if we win our group, we probably get Senegal. Maybe the Netherlands. Honestly, if I would probably think Netherlands and then no, no. If we win, England would match up against Senegal. I said if we win our group. Oh, if we win our group, I think we get Senegal. But potentially the yeah. Netherlands. I think if we come in second, we though most likely get the Netherlands. Yeah, I agree with that. So it's not looking too hot second round, but I think we get out of our group. Or first round. And after yeah. after that, anything can happen. It's a very young side and a lot of growth can happen within yeah. the tournament that you don't really see within a game. Yeah. Like the first game may not look ideal in the group or something of that sort but i think the development within the players will occur on the pitch so i think they're one of these teams very similar to like the netherlands from a couple years ago who had a lot of young talent um i don't know if it's as comparable because that team was entirely stacked but this team does have a lot of young talent and i'm really interested in the potential that they all have because if they all decide to play a level above what they're currently playing at, even though Pulisic is playing at an amazing level, even though they have Reyna, who's playing at an amazing level, McKinney, like... Well, Gio Reyna needs to stay healthy. Can, yeah, exactly, but everyone can still step it up. Like, everyone is still able to take a step, and even though that is just so, like, optimistic to say... They're a young team that are all developing together. 
So they are able to take that step together. So I'm really interested to see the development throughout this tournament, which, of course, we have a long time for it. But the World Cup's going to be a very interesting time for the U.S. men's national team. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, I think... Yeah. I don't think we get out of the first round of knockouts. I don't think so either. But I think it's going to be a lot of development throughout that first stage. So maybe in the future, it's going to look a little better. Because I think McKinney's going to... Like, his value is only going to increase throughout this tournament. And it's just going to keep on looking better and better with the rest of the side. Yeah, I mean, I I think this is going to be a good, like, experience for this squad that I think could make some noise in the next one. Yeah, um, had, that's the main Had thing. we had a different draw, maybe, but I don't, oh, yeah. I don't think we get through the Netherlands or Senegal, to be honest. I think Senegal's defense is way too physical in terms of our young attack. So if we're talking about an injury-prone Pulisic, if we're talking and Brian is fully back in that time, like I, I don't really see it. Senegal's extremely physical and extremely dominant on defense, especially with their CDMs and their center backs. So you never know. You do never know. But yeah, um, yeah. Moving on, yeah, we're gonna because I, I, I think that that sort of wraps up our U.S. men's team. Yeah, it does. It and does. there hasn't been a big U.S. men's team transfer or U.S. transfer since Insigne. Yeah, right. No. Yeah. So let let's move out of that and let's move on to one of my favorite teams, uh. Ryan Gravenberch has officially signed with Bayern. Uh, I don't know what I think about that. <laughs> we'll sort of see. Um, I think it's a good one. He, I think it's a great signing. Don't get me wrong. But I, I'm really interested to see the way that he's going to fit. Yeah. I mean, I just think it's going to take him a little bit to get into the squad because he's so young. Exactly. But exactly. that's fine. And we also... With the loss of Lewandowski, we're going to be seeking that target man. So I'm hoping that he's able to resemble something of that sort. Yeah, I mean, maybe, but probably not. Yeah, exactly. Trying to compare him to Lewandowski is trying to compare, like, a live horse to a dead horse. It's just, yeah. like, yeah. Rough, like. So I know this was talked about a while ago, but um, Erling Holland has officially been announced at yeah, City. Um, I, I, everyone hate your lives no, now, no, 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 unless but, you're a but, City but hear me, fan. Hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me, You know that picture of Erling Holland when he was younger, like, sitting on the couch? Yeah. So they recreated it for the announcement. Like, he's sitting on... Oh, yeah, I actually saw that. Like I saw that. on the couch. The pillows are the same. I didn't actually know that it was a recreation. Yeah, they did that on purpose. I, I did see the original picture. I did see the picture, though. Yeah. Um, and then, so after initial reports that Manchester United was interested in Darwin Nunez, um, uh. Liverpool were just like, nah, son. He's ours. 
Um, Real Madrid ended up signing a very young uh, defensive midfielder. I don't want to butcher his name. Uh, he's a French defensive midfielder from Ligue 1. Oh, and oh, He has oh. a lot of potential. Too many. They, yeah, they signed him to a massive deal. He's ridiculous. So I'm really interested. He's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Him and Kamavinga. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, nah, he oh, early in Chiumeni is ridiculous. Yeah, I can't wait to see what Real Madrid is going to end up throwing yeah. at us next season. Yeah. Because e- even winning the Champions League and being able to continue with the amazing signings, like they're they're keeping it up, especially with Rudiger as well on the free. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Moving they, on. They've they've been. Because- yeah, we'll have a lot more transfer news. I mean, I could talk about Darwin Nunez for a while, but Carl doesn't want to. <sighs> why? Why would I? Like, who? Who's man? You gonna sign right now? Like, we could get into that like a little bit. Like, maybe the young. I'm literally wearing Pogba's shirt, I so like, I'm just depressed. You might have made it. Did you make a deal for Anthony? I don't know if it's official, unless. Uh, if the man said it, it's official. If the man didn't say it. Uh yeah, they're preparing a bid. Yeah. So we'll see what ends up being the bid. Um, I'm interested to see where Man U actually takes this team. There's a lot of directions, but I think it's just gonna take a little bit of time. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a next season thing. I think it's going to be a couple seasons, maybe yeah. like two or three. Yep. All right, we're going to move on because an era has come to an end. Yeah. So I saw a post today, and I'm just going to find it real quick. Bro, this shit's just sad. Like, honestly, if if you guys have no clue what we're talking about, Marcelo is, is leaving Real Madrid legend. Yes, a legend of the whole of the game. But so this post from Debatable Football Opinions reads: I feel extremely sorry for those people who got into football too late and weren't able to witness Marcelo during his prime. Today he says goodbye to the team that saw him conquer twenty five titles through the left flank. Yes. In my opinion. He was the best left back I have ever seen. I I personally did not watch Roberto Carlos, so I can't. And I did. There's a couple other left backs in that conversation. He's the most course, unique by far. Yeah, he, there's a couple other he, left backs that you could throw into the conversation. Marcelo, but for me personally, Marcelo was the most fun. Well, is well, yeah, it was he? He was a flashy winger. In the body of a left back. Basically, he could defend when he came up the wing like. Oh, you'd be scared like, that he'd rip a banger too and cross up every single player on the pitch. He had ridiculous skills. He had a ridiculous weak foot. Well, I'm sure he still has his, the skills in the weak foot. He's just yeah, slower. Exactly. His, his, his touch. His touch. Bad. His oh touch. Goodness. His touch. Like literally touch and skills comparable to like Ronaldinho, but at a left back, like straight up. Like I, it's not that crazy. But he could also like Like, rip shots. 
and yeah, like he could have played in the uh, midfield. Of, cor- of course, he w- he could he he was not Ronaldinho no, in attack no, and everything. But Ronaldinho was, of course, way more attacking and way more aggressive with everything. But but the way that Marcel was able to defend on top of being that presence and yeah. attack and everything, this I man just, was just go. I just think he could have played center back or not center back i think he could have played center mid i think he could have played right mid left mid i think he could have played both wings shit i think you could have thrown him in goal at one point and he still would have been fine i don't think so bro though with how reactive you have no carl carl yeah i know but like you're talking and also he's really sure but you're talking to a goalie also like trust me well well no like think about it. Like Marcelo is I know smaller but... than Navas. Like like his hair may help him, but like probably yeah. not. Yeah. It, it's just like I don't know. It's like a changing of the man, guard. Man Man was capable of doing literally anything yep. on a football pitch. Yes. It was absolutely amazing watching him. Well, he's not um, retiring, he's just leaving. Yeah. But he's going back to Brazil. When are we I really believe. gonna yeah, when when am I gonna watch the Brazilian league? I don't know. It, it's not that often. I don't know. Highlights. It's when very he similar to it. like when, bro. Don't you remember when Iniesta is Iniesta still playing at Kobe over in Japan? I think so. Yeah, but remember like, when he first pulled up and he was just like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna score now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But big, big sad because just an end to an era at the left back position. Yeah. Of course, I felt the same exact way with Philip Lom. Um, of course, I didn't even get to watch Philip Lom as long as Marcelo, though. So it's a completely different conversation. Like Marcelo was one of my favorite players to watch, despite Philip Lom being on one of my favorite teams. Yeah, Marcelo is just. Like a joy. Yeah, prime, like prime, prime Marcelo was a joy to watch. Yeah, one of the best technical right backs ever and like CDM. Oh, you're talking about Lom now. Lom. Yeah. Yeah, li- literally like I'm pretty sure like like three to five red cards his entire career. I don't think he ever like, got red carded. Was he one of the ones Did? that never got a red card? I think so. I thought he got like one for no reason. Yeah, no, he has zero red cards to his name. Yeah, no, that's the main thing. Like, man, literally, like, I just didn't want to be incorrect in saying none. But man was just technically sound. Yo, Iniesta never received a red card either. I didn't know that. That's actually sick. (laughs) Yeah, and then neither did Michael Platini. That's actually impressive as well yeah that's keeping a lot of composure at that position yeah but big sad congrats to marcelo fantastic career at real madrid i'm gonna miss using you in fifa bro well he's still gonna be in fifa he's just gonna be left back no i'm talking about putting him at cdm i mean he could play it Bro, that's what I used to do in FIFA. I used to put like the faster left back that's, and then just throw Marcelo at CDM. That's so broken. Because then you throw Cruz on the other side and then you throw Modric up top. 
I would almost go Cruz Modric and put Marcelo up top. I used to literally never use Benzema, so I used to keep Bale up top <laughs> with like Junior and like someone else. Like, yeah, B- yeah, Bale's best striker in FIFA ever. But all right, moving on from FIFA. Yeah, that's that's pretty much pretty all we got. Um, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, check out the Instagram at the High Kicks Podcast. Numbers are going really, really, really well. Big, yes, big shout you, out to Val. Huge shout out. We got to get yes. him on the show soon. I know I said that last week. But yeah, adios. Catch you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Finger guns once again. <laughs>